What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu podcast. This is the podcast for me and Travis Mejia. I'm Trey Mitchell, and we are talking about television sh- show The Sopranos. Travis, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm glad I could uh, pull you away from your internet videos so that we could uh, come together and talk about The Sopranos. Do you do you get annoyed when people say watching cats on the internet? Like that's uh, the only thing they can think of no. that might be on the internet? No, I don't think so. I I'm I like calling it the internet. Like I like referring to it as the internet. So I call it the uh, World Wide Web. Really? Mm-hmm. Really. I call it uh, surfing on the web. So sometimes when I give people a um like an like a, a URL, I'll, I'll do the whole HTTPS, yes. the backslashes, the dot coms, the, the col- definitely the colons. You can't leave out yeah. the colons. Um, yeah, no, I'm 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 big on internet lingo. I like internet lingo. I am too. I say cookies a lot. Oh, dude, you know cookies are on their way out. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, it's all about yeah, they're, JavaScript. They're, it's all about JavaScript now. HTML. Yep. Mm-hmm. Floppy mm-hmm. disks. No, no floppy disks. No beepers. No beepers. No pagers. No. Uh, what about? No flip well, actually, some flip phones are coming back. So yeah, they are coming back. I think we're reverting back. Remember a time where uh, kids didn't have phones? Remember when we uh, the millennials these days, Travis? Oh my god! Always on uh, their phones. No, I did notice in the second episode though that that uh. AJ does have his own beeper. He's got a beeper. Not a phone yet, but a beeper. I had a, I had a, like my aunt who was, I guess, 16 or something like that when I was a kid. She had a beeper and I thought it was the Your coolest Your aunt was thing. 16 when you were a kid. Yeah. Step aunt. I come from a, a multiple, multiple level, multi-level broken home. Okay. Um, yeah. So like my personal home was broken several times. Uh-huh. And the home of my mother was broken several times. Okay. Yeah, twice. So, um, yeah. So, like, we've so got some... So, you're a child of adoption and divorce. Yes. The... Div- or the adopt... The, I guess the divorce... I don't know that I want to get that deep into it. Uh, so, <laughs> this, I was... <laughs> I was... I was adopted. <laughs> then my parents divorced. Damn. Yeah. Boy, surprised you didn't turn out to be like Jackie Jr. I know. <laughs> that's daddy. Sopranos, guys. Well, We're talking yeah, about <laughs> Sopranos. Uh, no, uh, my my daddy, my real daddy, my dad. Uh, he left us. So. Okay. There's that. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Episode uh, seven. Well, what were we talking about? Two episodes we talked about. I had like 20 Christmases. It was awesome. Yeah, 20 Christmases. All right. At least you had a lot of Christmases. Yeah, you know, I got multiple gaming systems on the same Christmas nice. several years. That's worth all the therapy, right? right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Also, listen to Instead of Therapy on uh, Thursdays or Fridays oh. every week with me and Shane. That's Stan. your podcast. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're promoting that on my podcast. Our podcast. Sir. Mine. My soul podcast. <laughs> let's this is this is our podcast because if if it was just you i mean you wouldn't like watch all the episodes that you were supposed to talk about that week 
So then mm-hmm. how would you have a full podcast every mm-hmm. week? And you get mm-hmm. too distracted watching Final Fantasy videos on the Look, internet. Look, sir, it's, it's, I need to uh, see full the sir. Final Fantasy memes. I need to see them all. Sir. Cloud, doing weird shit. It's fun. <laughs> I'll tell you, by the speaking of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, remake, my God. Here we go. Great game. Great game. Uh, Cloud, not what I expected as a character. He's kind of cool, kind of a badass. He's sort of like a a more moody Han Solo. It's like a cumulus cloud or... Uh, Not a cumulus cloud, no. Definitely not a cumulus cloud. Struggling for other... I almost said rhombus, that's not a cloud. Nimbus, Uh, flying nimbus. Nimbus, is that what I'm thinking about? Yeah, yeah, nimbus. Clouds jokes. Goku flies on a flying nimbus. That's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Anime. Yeah, episode eight, he has risen. That is the title <laughs> of the episode. This episode That's a was reference to Jesus. Yes. Uh this episode was very much a let's uh Ralphie and Tony are fighting and let's let's try to make, make them play nice with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh the, well, yeah. the most sitcom, I guess, of the two episodes was this one. We had a, yeah, we, this was also a Thanksgiving that. episode. They did sneak Thanksgiving on us, and there was and, uh, much strife to this Thanksgiving get-together, much right. like uh, everybody else's Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> so I was wondering what the timeline was for the show, The Sopranos we're talking about, by the way, if you haven't known yet. Uh, How do you mean? Because so, so I was wondering, because this, this season is 2001, and they're right. having Thanksgiving and Christmas. I know Christmas episodes come uh, up. And so yes. I'm thinking, like, are they going way in the future? Because this th- it, these episodes came out in early 2001. Right. So this um, episode aired on Easter 2001. Yes. So, But they're doing Thanksgiving and Christmas. Exactly. And exactly. so I'm wondering, are they doing this way ahead of time? And we all know what happens on September 2001. The world mm-hmm. changes, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I looked. I, I mean, I looked up something on Reddit. It's not an official one, but they did like the research, and I guess this is this is Thanksgiving two thousand. Right. So that was going to be my my guess is that this yeah. is it's basically um, the timing of the show is set up around the timing of like almost maybe not shooting, but like mm-hmm. pretty close to it. Yeah, it seems like. Because it would uh-huh. then follow three to six months. Three to six months later, the episode that you produced on e- on Thanksgiving would come out around Easter. Well, also uh, in the first episode, I think the first episode was filmed or aired in 1998. Mm-hmm. So the first season is 1998, not 1999. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of starts all already in the past, kind of. Right. And they, yeah. yeah it seems like they're running about six to eight months behind normal like it's, real time maybe. and it's not as serialized as maybe we remember because i think <clears throat> we credit the sopranos as kind of popularizing the serialized show but really these episodes aren't that serialized you know there's no it's like it's, lines- it's kind of i guess it was uh uh the the time between the last episode and the episode before the last episode last season i had even i had i had even said that it seemed like there had been a little bit more time 
between those episodes than normal like at time it definitely you know time i don't think it's jumping you know months and months ahead of time but you know maybe a week or two maybe a month uh yeah i think it's kind of time hopping into the the big events of the soprano story right and i know the between season three and season four it was like a year and a half it was a very large jump but i think that had a lot to do with 9-11 yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that would, and that would make a lot of sense too. Mm. Which will be, uh, we'll be talking about nine eleven a lot next season, I bet. Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. I imagine so. We're we're getting really close. <laughs> yeah, really close. It's kind of, I guess, fun isn't the right word. No, but, uh, no, I wouldn't call it fun. I wouldn't call it fun. I wouldn't call it fun, but I'd call it fascinating. Fascinating, yes, to kind yeah. of know what's coming. Uh, in the world that's going to change, maybe not the direction of the show, but definitely maybe some of the themes of the show and how the show's going to gonna go. Sure. Uh, I'm excited be, to kind of see the difference. That'd be fascinating to watch, like, what other shows were kind of around this time that kind of dealt with r- regular life, I guess, real life. You know, I would, not like I a, would like to even take a deeper dive in shows based out of New York, like yeah friends or i don't know other shows from new york um i'd probably other shows. To look up yeah other it shows. probably would i probably mean we would. talked about lost our first show was lost and that was definitely a product of post 9-11 more yeah. of the first season than the latter seasons but yeah definitely the first season was first very couple, much yeah. uh kind of a post 9-11 show mm-hmm. you know um Battlestar galactica uh that is a very 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 much a post 9-11 show they had a lot of themes of occupation and uh, terrorism and otherism and stuff like that. That would be an interesting show to go through. I forgot how long those episodes are. They might might be too much for us to bite off, but uh, that's another show we could maybe even explore, maybe an episode of that. But, yeah, uh, I'm th- That would be interesting because there's a few that I, I remember from that show, like, the, maybe next, uh, maybe when we get into next season, we can put together like a a nine eleven party pack. We have a nine uh, eleven party pack. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can do a bonus episode on all the shows that we that like had a weird. I just totally broke my effing pen in my hands. Oh no, that's not okay. Good. Didn't crack the whole thing. Just broke okay. the the outside of it. I don't have ink on me or anything. We almost had a on air disaster. That would have been good. Um, yeah, anyway, we could put, put together a party pack of shows around uh, that time. 9-11 party pack. Watch. All yeah. Right. So I guess this episode, it's sort of a transition episode. It's a mid-season sort of transitioning to sort of what is going to happen for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. We have, I like uh, that we ended up doing these two right here because mm-hmm. they, they kind of felt like a almost like a two-parter. Sure. You know, we had we have Tony meeting the Mercedes Benz saleswoman, yep, uh, who is Melfi's patient. Uh, her name is Anna Bella Sicoria, and I have a fun fact about her. This isn't a fun Ooh. fact, but it's a it's a fact. Um, okay, <laughs> why do you think we haven't heard from her in forever? Like, because she seemed to be a promising young actress, and we haven't heard anything from her in forever. She get, did she get wine? She's alive. Yep. She is oh, in no. t- 2017. 
uh, she accused serial rapist and sexual harasser Harvey Weinstein, you know, uh, who bro- he broke into her house and raped her in the 1990s and continued oh. to sexually harass her for years after that, oh driving her away God. from show business. So, oh my God, <laughs> yeah, oh no. yeah, way to go! Oh, <laughs> you no. nailed it right on the head. I she wish I had. I wish I hadn't said Weinstein. Oh. She got very Weinstein, yes. I got that's, I feel uh, gross. I hate how smart I am. Oh. So um, condolences to Yes. Yes. Uh, promising career down the drain. Condolences to, to Anna Bell Sicoria. What is kind of mm. cool about the um Soprano sessions with the uh the ebook is that he has little notes and you can click on them and it gives you information. So that was a note. I just I'm gonna randomly clicked and oh wow okay well found a good one. <clears throat> well, a good one. I don't know about a good one. Uh, yeah, yes, I don't, <laughs> you you found an intro again. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> Got uh, one stained all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was hilarious how uh, how they end, hilarious uh, how they end up meeting in the show. Uh, yeah, she had is, a really guess, good line. She had the, uh, what are you, I'm a serial killer. I killed, like, seven relationships. I think that right. was funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's really think, good. She had a presence, you know? She's very good, dude. She uh, she definitely made a statement, you know? Like, you definitely noticed her. She wasn't, like, uh, the Russian girl where we could never remember her name. Like, she's, right. uh, she's definitely a much more fleshed-out character. And she's just um, and kind of a to, regular person too and that's i think that's interesting with because tony really hasn't you know we haven't really seen i guess carmella was that right she was just sort of a regular sort of person. yeah she wasn't really um really the deepest we get into regular people with tony is melfi yeah melfi at the end of the day because everybody else is either mob adjacent or in the mob. yeah She's really our only outsider's point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he kind of starts up a relationship with her. Uh, yeah, I would say kind on the of. Side. Yeah, kind of. Once everything's uh, going well, he's got to dip it back in somewhere else. Yep. Yep. That might just... Melfi yeah. does not approve either, by well, the she way. Well, she doesn't... I don't think she totally grasps it. That she even I knows. I think by the time, uh, I think she time knows, Gloria, but she's not. Well, by the time Gloria sure. cancels, by, by the she time suspects, she cancels yeah. her appointment, appointment and hears him back there, I think she's like she's ninety nine percent certain at this point. Right. She already, she already felt the electricity when they were in the room together, and yeah. then uh, you can only you can, you can only leave Tony Soprano alone for so long, right? And he's in a very good mood. Uh, he's yeah, doing great. He's, he is. He is. I've got an observation about uh, about him in the next episode too. Okay. As as it comes to all this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've got my um, nuts here. Uh, so the other thing is uh, Jackie and Meadows' budding relationship is that coming makes to me the, so uneasy. That whole just, relationship, and I think it's which part? Because I'm pretty uneasy about the whole thing too. Jackie makes me uneasy. I think he's a bad guy. You know, yes, uh, I think very he is bad too. guy. Uh, and I think, I think Tony thinks that he has a like a not a control, but no, he I has like Tony, a handle on him. I think Tony wants to believe that. 
I think so too. I think so too. And like this kind of goes back and kind of towards what I'm going to talk about in the next episode and some of what's going on uh, once we get into the whole Ralphie thing is he is he's got too much going on. Like mm. he's he's kind of starting to spread himself pretty thin as far as keeping up with just what's going on like adding gloria to the mix he's trying to deal with meadow alone and then now having to think about jackie and protect jackie and put him on the right path and now he might be dating his daughter there's a lot and then the whole mm-hmm. ralphie thing the gg thing dude there's a i don't know he's got too much on his plate in this yeah. happiness thing is probably just because he's so busy he doesn't have time to be sad at this point sure sure uh also, you know, with AJ, AJ getting into shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ's always up to something. Um, there was. Uh... I, I really like the. I think Tony. <clears throat> it's weird to see, you see him in so many ways. You see him vulnerable mm-hmm. at like home. <clears throat> you see him vulnerable when he's, uh, you know, in therapy. But I, I love it because you can see the juxtaposition. When he is dealing with with people, and when he's dealing with Ralphie, and when he's, you know, he Ralphie comes to apologize, and Tony just kind of sits there, and he just he's like stonewalls him, stonewalls him, and he plays it so well. Right, um, he's able to hide his true emotions really well, and I think yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, clearly it's a defense mechanism, but it's you know I think people that are depressed are really, really, really good at not letting people know that they're depressed. Right, um, and. That's just another, it's another one of these, like, in fact, uh, you know, there's a lot of world building in these, like, two episodes where there's these, you know, smaller moments that are not just, you know, adding to the story, but just building the world. And that's one of them is uh, uh, just stuff like that, just the little tiny things that just, it adds an extra layer to everything, makes it so much more believable. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I wanted to mention before we even forget. Uh, I like the way that Ralphie says "hua," the hua. Yeah, he he loves who, doesn't he? It, I love it. Honestly, it's pretty awesome. Uh, if I could only refer to whores as, as whores, hua. I like how married he is to it. How he just—that is how he says. Hua. He's gonna say it that way. Yeah, he's gonna say hua. it that way. How do you spell that? Is there I, still I, you a know w what? Seppenwall actually actually put it on here uh, in the <laughs> book. Uh, let me see where he even did it. I hold on. I want to. I want to find it. Oh, he spelled it H O O E R. Yes. Okay. 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 Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah. So the <clears throat> offered drink kind of, I guess, restarts everything. And then right. I, I don't really understand how Johnny, the New York mob dude, I don't I don't understand how he keeps putting his his head into things. Well, I guess so. What I take from it, he really wants to this construction job. He really wants to make sure that thing goes out without a hitch. And he knows uh, that see. if uh, he knows that if there is bad blood between Ralphie and Tony, it's going to screw things up. So he's trying mm-hmm. to mediate that. As well as he can, <clears throat> I did yeah. like I do. I, I really like Johnny Sachs in this. I think he looks cool. He looks like a mobster, like a mob boss. First right. of all, he looks like Joe casting. Pesci a little bit, a little bit. But uh, 
And also, like, he, he's playing it like a mediator, you know? And he's playing it exactly. like, oh, That's yeah. my exact yeah. note, dude. Like, for real. Johnny plays mediator. Right. Note. And he's doing the whole, like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, he said he wants to meet. Oh, yeah, he said he's great. And just trying to make sure this thing works out well. Mm-hmm. Um, I found Tony's talk with <clears throat> Junior really, really interesting, too, where he's, you know, he's a- he's, he's asking for advice you know he i think he kind of recognizes that gg probably wasn't the right choice like he's a good dude and everything but he's clearly crumbling under the pressure um and he probably should have picked ralph but he knows he has all these reservations about ralph and um i liked junior like coming out of his yeah like coming out of his malaise and sickness to give him a good answer yeah just like that's yeah, there's no right answer. And there's no yeah. right choice. It's just you just got to make the cho- you got to make a choice. And that's yep. that's true for everything, right? There's never not a lot of times there's not a right answer. You just got to make the decision and you got to stick with your decision. Or even they're all right answers. So or they're like, all wrong uh, answers, you know. Right. So like Silvio when he was talking to him earlier, um, you know, he was like, "Look, I know you're, you know, you're the boss, so Pretty much anything goes, and whatever you say is what we'll do. But, you know, he's a made guy, and Tracy wasn't your daughter and wasn't your Gumar. Right. Uh, and that's sort of how, like, all both these of kind of right. men think about other women in this, too. And I think that's why Tony has such reservations against Jackie, because ja- he knows Jackie is wants to be a mobster, and he doesn't want yeah. Meadow to be around a mobster. He knows how what mobsters think about women. They, right. they know how they act. They know, because he is that guy, you know, like he has women on the side and, and he doesn't want that for his daughter. And so mm-hmm. that's why he's very adamant about Jackie. You know, hey, you need to be, you need to be flying right. You can't be uh, doing all this shit. You got to be going to school. And man, Jackie puts on such a good face when he's, when he goes when over to their house. And, yeah. But like, man, he is just not a good dude. Outside not a of good that. dude, and you get you get a little bit more of a glimpse into the next episode. But yeah, yeah, Jackie, like the whole Thanksgiving thing was uh, hilarious. Like we we're talking about, that was oh sure, very uh, very sitcommy, very sitcommy, really yeah. funny, really good stuff. Yeah. Uh oh, uh, gotta talk about him. We gotta talk about him. The uh, the narcoleptic narcoleptic yeah, Christian that's a, that's that Janice a good is dating kind of looks like kind of looks like uh, um, Doc Antle. Uh, I guess yeah, Doc Antle mixed with uh, um, we just mentioned him. God damn it, uh, uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah. Kinda yeah, like John he does C. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. I think I told like old You're John cutting C. Out, Riley. Man. Cutting out a little oh, bit, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was just saying. I was just saying that I told my wife that he looked my like wife. an old John C. Riley. Yeah, that's a, a funny gag. Yeah. Now I guess um. Janice is a born again Christian. I guess yes. I mean she. I guess established. Yeah. I didn't know how serious she was. I guess now she's bringing people over from the church. <laughs> um. Also, Janice is in her proper place now. She's still Just sort annoying. Of an ancillary character, yeah. Yes, but an ancillary character did not right. need another season with her at the helm. Sure, 
<clears throat> I think you have to have her now just because, I mean, what do you do? But right. Sure. Right. She, like I said, I think she's kind of falling into the, uh, the Livia role where she's there, Livia role of season two, where she's there and she's still kind of causing some issues, but it, eh, not as, not as, not right. as dire this year. Um, let me see here. What else we got? Gigi um, shit himself to death. Yeah, yeah, he dies on the toilet. Has that because when you bear down, your heart, your heart can give out. You got, got a little heart attack on the toilet. Yeah, and, you gotta uh, let it slide out. You don't want to grit it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm wondering. I keep forgetting when we find out that Vito's gay because I know there's like a tell later on in the series. I don't know if like, but I don't think they probably didn't establish that at the moment. But because like that, you, you, that's like a big part of season six for some reason. <clears throat> was Vito, you know, running away because they found out he was gay. So I wonder <laughs> okay. when that tell... Yeah, there was like a tell. Oh, I didn't... Oh, you didn't watch those seasons. Sorry. Yeah, no, I haven't uh, seen those yet. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess there's some tell later on. And I thought it was something with Jackie Jr. I don't know. But I'm wondering when that is. Because that plays kind of a big big role later on. Um, well, now I know to look for it. <clears throat> yeah, look for it. You'll you'll Look know it's it. pretty obvious. Like it's a pretty obvious tell. What does he walk up to a guy? And no, go, I, I think thought? he like I think he starts like flirting with Jackie Jr. I think that's what it was. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Can't wait. See. Can't wait. I put blood. I forgot what blood was. I don't know why blood. I blood. Blood. There's blood. Um, I don't know. Was there even blood in this episode? I don't know. I'm looking at my Did notes Meadow here. Bleed when Think she we... took Jackie's yeah. car? No, but that was a weird moment where she just jacks the car. She's also getting drugs from Jackie Jr., which is uh, that's another reason why I'm a little uneasy with Jackie Jr. He's, well, we'll talk about that next episode as well. He's just, again, not no good. He's no good. Yeah, he's flying pretty close to the sun with Meadow, uh, even while being <clears throat> respectful to her parents. He uh he did not he did not Weinstein her in this episode. No, though. I was very happy with him that he didn't do that. And you he, know what? That might have been. He took a peek. He took a peek. I and think it might have been a too much. I think that might have been a little too much after a rape and a murder, <laughs> a beating, uh, to have another another date rape. Uh, I talked to my wife. Yeah. I talked to my wife, mm-hmm. and she said that that was fair. That was fair because that that was fair because that's clearly where the night was headed. Okay, they were both willing participants until she uh-huh. passed out, and she and I and I I asked her. I was like, "Is that fair? Where that was headed? Like where that was headed?" And he just he just got a peek. She said it was fair. Yeah, not not, I, not I, sure every I, woman would feel that way, but I, I sure. You know. Look, I, I I was thinking where it could have gone. Way better. Uh, yes. <laughs> way better. Way better outcome. Way better outcome. Yeah. Way better. But still flying pretty uh, close else? to the sun there. A little close to the sun, but, well, you know, it could have. We also have some Art of War uh, references. So Tony has been reading Art of War, and that's how he's sort of dealing with Ralphie. And uh, yeah, I guess one of the quotes was, if your opponent is of... Uh, caloric temper irritate him so he's kind of been reading art of war practicing art of war uh mm-hmm. fun fact on that when this episode aired uh according to may may 13th article in in 2001 
in the Baltimore Sun, publishers that put on translated editions of the public domain text saw 10 times the usual sales figures that year and had to order emergency reprints to satisfy demand. No question the spurt, uh, no question the spurt is entirely because of The Sopranos, Sarah Leopold, public publicity director for Oxford University Press in New York at the Times told The Sun. So that episode, so I guess these episodes with Art of War being referenced, like spurred book sales for the book. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. They got The Have Sopranos ever- bump. <laughs> well, they get a lot of bumps. That, mo- that book is referenced a lot and like a lot of like a pulp fiction or not pulp fiction but uh movies and a lot of like yeah i think like yeah no i've heard of it before yeah like uh wall street gordon gecko references it the art of war it's it's referenced a lot uh it'd be an interesting read i think but so yeah tony's all into that sounds long it does sound long i think that's war and peace you're thinking of that's long maybe yeah i don't know how long art of war is I could look that up. We pretty much end it with Tony eventually giving Ralphie the, the position, but not, t- you know, but Ralphie wants to know, hey, this was because of merit, right? And Tony's just like, don't, just don't need to ask on. that. Yeah. Just, you got your just thing. move on. You got it's, your thing. It's interesting because it's, uh, it seems way more personal than his thing with Richie, you know? Well, I think they kind of confirmed that, like what was going on exactly you know, after at Thanksgiving when he gets the flash of Meadow or the flash of Tracy when looking at Meadow, I think he just, it's like he kind of diagnosed himself, you know, and realized it in that moment that that's what was going, that's why it was affecting him the way it was. All right. So next episode uh, called the Telltale Mozadel. First of all, oh, this was written by Marco Imperioli as well, which. Right. Yep. You could kind of tell, because Michael Imperioli has a lot of really flowy, kind of cool dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the snake exchange, the, the snake joke with Polly, the snakes fuck them, uh, snakes can fuck themselves. And, yeah. and he's, then Tony's like, well, I think the snake comes from Adam and Eve. And then he says, oh, well, snakes have been fucking themselves way before Adam and Eve. That's very, <laughs> uh, that's very, it's... Uh, it's St. Patrick's Day every day in hell, kind of, kind of. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, exactly. Michael Imperioli has a style, definitely in his writing. I think. Yes, he does. Uh, th- I liked uh, in that since we're on that topic, in that scene. So when Jackie Jr. comes in and uh, you know, I guess Tony places his order for pizza. This was another one of those small world building moments. Uh huh. You see, Polly like ask Tony for Tony's order. And then wait for Tony to offer Jackie if he wants anything to eat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Before like leaving, like you can, he he clearly hasn't like Tony puts in his order, and Jackie's already in the room. Polly's like standing there waiting, just and like looking at Jackie to see if Jackie's gonna either a order anything or if b Tony's gonna offer Jackie mm. anything. I thought it was okay. just a really cool <clears throat> little moment. Yeah. It's kind of the hierarchy, you know, of, of the whole crew. It yeah. all kind of goes through the boss, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was kind of a cool little, uh, like I said, it just builds a world, makes it so much more believable when there's tiny things like that. That's just the attention to the de- to detail yeah. is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't notice that, actually. So that's good that you noticed. Uh, 
What was I going to say on this episode? This episode was a lot about um, lying, I thought. Deceiving. Everyone has a secret. Everyone has like a lie they're trying to hide. Yeah, the in this <clears throat> Telltale uh, Montadel, yeah. man. Also, I, I I think I've just lost totally on the names of food in this show. I just I don't even know what they're saying half the time. And look, my okay. dad's Italian. I came up, I grew up somewhat Italian. I know what mustacholis are. It's just another okay. name for penne pasta, mustacholis. Uh, I, I I'm lost on a lot of the okay. food names in this show. Um, we can we can talk about that right now because yeah, uh, I think they're made up. Ralphie is referring to the tomato sauce. As gravy, which I that's cool. Yeah, I've heard that. that. I, I've heard that. That I've heard. But that yes. is not fucking macaroni. That is spaghetti no. yeah. or angel hair or uh what's it, penne or Pen- uh penne pasta is the the tubes. The tubes, okay. Well, yeah. there's another uh linguini. It could be linguini. Yeah. It's not macaroni. That is not macaroni. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. you're right. I had to get that, I right. had to get that off my chest. Okay. But yeah, just I, I I don't know like what like the buffalo. I don't know, man. There's a lot of names for effing food. So mozzarella is, I guess, just it's that's kind just, of an a, that's just mozzarella. mozzarella. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I uh, picked that up. A, sometimes a mozzarella is also like an American Italian as a derogatory term. Okay. Um, let's see. So there was, and it, of course that references to uh, Chris mentions mozzarella in the episode. Um. You mentioned the lying, so Jackie's lying, AJ's lying, Tony's lying, and then also uh, AJ's pizza. Also, yeah, mozzarella. I also liked uh, my pizza. Never hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, that uh, so that whole scene's pretty hilarious. Not a single good thing has ever happened uh, when a child yells out, "Hey guys!" and then uh, points at something. Nothing good is going to follow that. Mm-hmm. They trash yeah. the whole entire pool. Yeah, secondarily, I don't get why they did that? Why they? Yeah, had a, I don't. I guess they're just being kids. I guess. And like, I, I wonder. Don't... You know, I'm trying to like decipher what this all is supposed to mean. You know, with AJ and all that, and I, I don't mm-hmm. know if it means anything. I, I don't know what it means. Is AJ's just a normal rambunctious kid, just getting into shit? Is he? Is this? Does this? pre like pre gangster mentality activity. is this you know activity is this just i don't know uh i don't i i think there's a very there's a vast vast uh personality difference between him and aj and and uh jackie jr like they are two yeah. completely different people you know it kind of feels like aj is acting out just like almost for attention because like his mm-hmm. parents barely pay any attention to him unless he's been gone for a long time yeah or he's in trouble and he just seems kind of dull too like just not much to him you know and i'm not buying him as an athlete either man they showed no. him earlier winning a swim meet and yeah. he's no it wasn't a swim meet they were just just swimming oh he had oh, a earlier swim meet earlier yes, you're right, yeah you're earlier right, in the right. season or i don't see him as an athlete either no no uh i can I, I see him like third string. He's just kind of all, he's just kind of on the practice yeah. squad, you know. Why yeah. didn't they make him shitty at stuff? He probably should <laughs> have made him episode, shittier. This episode wouldn't make sense because the principal and coach would then just suspend the shitty football player. Yeah, and that was uh let me see what Sepal wrote on that. Um That seems sorry. like a commentary on the day. Well yeah, that that definitely was uh a commentary, and there's a lot of 
things that have commentary on that. I mean, that's that's a that's been going on forever. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the commentary on athletes getting special treatments and because it helps the school. That's been uh, that that that's not new commentary. Uh, let me see here what he wrote though, because he did write something uh, interesting. I thought. Uh, he wrote the subsequent meeting with the school authorities is one of the, one of the sneaky high points of the season, a miniature referendum on the hypocrisy of the species. Just like uh, Demio, I'm sorry, just like uh, the Demio outfit keeps a stripper murdering cokehead on its payroll because he's a good earner. Their verbatim, D, the, the headmaster and coach make it clear that AJ won't suffer any penalty because he, he's going to help the football team. So yeah, I think this is uh so it, him it's making that connection. Yeah. yeah, that that makes me think that this is just another one of those moments where they're showing that regular people aren't that different from the mob. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, you know, like when we had the the cops and you know uh, Artie at at times. I think it's just another example of that the mob and uh, normal people really aren't that different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, Carmelo's another, in a good mood. She is well because Tony's in a good mood. You know, yeah. he's fucking some other lady. Again. He's she's still a little suspicious, even though it's her birthday. She is suspicious. Yeah. She's oh, like, I did like AJ Tony? giving his mom the Matrix on DVD. <laughs> Uncle Ralphie's movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh which yeah, you're right. Yeah, which yeah, he you just took out of took the it case out, yeah. and watched, like right. before she did even like really acknowledged it. <laughs> right, I had that same uh, DVD case as well. That original, yeah, case I do too. It it's in, like yeah. the old school DVD case with the 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 paper or the cardboard, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the cardboard and the side snap. Yeah, uh, pagers are referenced as well. Uh, we have another another club. Uh, we and I guess someone paying his gambling debts. So they got another club. Yeah. I guess that was his his payment was the club. It turned into a kind of a music venue. Uh, Adriana is the de facto owner, or she's like actually putting she's on the manager, right? Right. And F- Chris and Furio were like the mob side of the managers. Right. Right. Uh, I thought it was uh, kind of a fun meta conversation with um sal talking to chris about artists being you know hard to work with and stuff and performing performers because he is part of uh the street band you know uh bruce springsteen and the e street band who is part of uh sal is sal oh really yeah like that's his real job is that he's, uh, he's yeah with um He's in the E Street Band. Hmm. He yeah. is the E Street Band. He is the E Street Band. <laughs> Sal's is I kind of thought yeah. they just like deciphered those dudes in and out. I didn't know it was a set number of dudes or set. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's, a, he's that's kind of like his what he's famous for. Yeah, cool. Also, I guess the was called Crazy Horse is a reference to kind of I guess a bar that um, Bruce Springsteen performed in famously. Oh, okay. Yeah. As well. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of just people lying. I think most notably probably Jackie. Uh, you know, Tony talks to Jackie about 
not hurting Meadow, and then Jackie goes and behind his back school. and tries to do drug <clears throat> deals and right, like literally behind his back. You know, so yeah, and by I the wrote way, Jackie has his, some balls doing that. He's got massive balls, dude. Yeah, uh, he also. So uh, this is kind of nitpicky, but uh, Edgar Allan Poe is not from the Bronx. He lived in New York City. But yeah. he is from Boston, and he died in Baltimore. To not be from fair, the Bronx. To be fair, Jackie's not that smart. I know, I know. It He's was also just funny lying he, through his teeth. Exactly. It was just funny that like he didn't even he couldn't even regurgitate real facts. <laughs> right. Well, do you think Tony knows? Tony's not looking that up. No, I mean, absolutely. You could not. tell Tony Edgar Allan Poe was from. Denton, Texas, and he would believe. Well, him. he knew uh, he knew some of the stuff, some of the the pieces that were being mentioned, didn't he? Yeah, yeah or he recognized them when he was when they were said to him. Recognized the name, maybe, yeah, and then he knows yeah. the uh, so, the Raven. Yeah, J- Jackie is putting in work though, because like he he's at the house doing do it. He's showing uh, he's showing AJ what gutters are. Right. Um, I mean, he's, he's playing football like a good boyfriend. You know, <clears throat> like that's the act. Uh, and it right. could be, he, it could be good boy. I, I mean, I don't know if that's totally an act, but I think besides that, it's all bad. You know, considering when he's not around them, he is uh, a shithead. I'm yeah. gonna say it's an act. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's an act, but yeah, because you know, I mean, let's say they, him and Meadow do get married. It's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be. I good. wonder. And it was interesting too is uh, is uh, it almost seems like. That's like the next generation of of these people, because yeah, you, you th- I think AJ and Meadows seem very separated from all that, mm-hmm. uh, and and I and they are I believe I don't think AJ ever gets into any of the mafia stuff. They they did a good job separating that. Mm-hmm. So, but you see, um, you see Jackie Junior. and that is, and especially with like Ralphie, who's giving him guns. Right. It's like, and hey, man, here's, here's a, yeah, he's encouraging it. And that's sort of the next generation of these mafia types, these ma- macho mafioso types who are, it's the same deal. Like they have the same ideals and the same values as their parents, which you probably, I mean, you, you know, you're probably should adapt. To, I don't know. You probably should be smarter than your parents and, and you probably shouldn't be as ignorant as your parents and, well, that, that seems like that was the intention of the April family. Oh, sure. Yeah. But when uh, Jackie Senior passes away, yes. I think that probably threw a wrench into things for Jackie yeah. Junior. Yeah. But that doesn't uh, that doesn't mean that Jackie Junior gets a pass for getting a dude almost killed. Yeah, no, it's it's a bad deal, and I think uh, that was a Godfather reference. I want to say, or he was acting like uh, Vito. Corleone. Oh yeah, it, the book, yeah. It felt that way. It felt yeah. like he was he was trying uh in all of his he you know what? In all of his interactions with Chris and with all the people in this episode, it was like he was doing his best impression of a gangster. Right. Like he didn't and know what he was doing, he didn't know yeah. how to go about anything. He was just doing his impression of a gangster. And he feels like he's more respected than he really is. Right. He thinks that he like has the same level of respect that Chris has when Chris right. like just became a made guy and they're still treating him like garbage. Right. Right. I liked when he he when uh 
Jackie asked Chris to have a sit down. He's like, I don't have time for a sit down right now. I have time for a chat. It was it was it was a lot like uh, the Ralphie meeting, you know, where yes. it's kind of there's boundaries here. Uh, we're not going to have pleasantries. You talk to me quickly, and we won't drink. You know, like these little pleasantries that you usually would right. have with a person that no, we're not going to do that. I'm setting the ground rules here. This is I'm in charge. It's a exactly. power moves. Yeah. It's another it's another one of those little world building moments where they could have just had a conversation or had a chat, yeah. but awesome. Yeah. It's all power, you know. It's it's you're taking power away when you say it's like when someone like shake your hand. It's oh, well, all right, I guess uh something's going on here. It's it's all power moves. For sure. Mhm. Uh let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Trying to make sure I find. I thought the zoo it. stuff was it was fascinating. You see the big gorilla who looked like Tony, <laughs> very much. Uh, um, zoo right, sex sound like that's just gross. A little, a little gross, yeah. Zoo sex by the snakes. Ugh. Uh, it's it's kind of maybe pushing the metaphor a little little bit there. Adam and Eve yeah. stuff and temptation and all that. A little on the nose with the metaphor, but. And then she finds his gun. And she knows what's going on, I think, too. Yeah, I know. She, knows she, she has a family be, and all that. Yeah, she seems to be pretty aware. And, like, it, I don't know. It, it, this is a very interesting relationship because Tony yeah. does actually seem sort of smitten with this girl. Yes. And it's also interesting her meeting with Melfi where you realize that she was suicidal. Yeah, uh, because a of a relationship problem. And yes. I said it to my wife last Tony going to get this girl to kill herself. That's what's yeah. going to Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not going to end well. No. I, and of I don't remember it how it ends. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't. Only, I know yeah. it doesn't end well. But I. Only thing I, I, I remember about any affair Tony has in the future is that he has sex with the one legged uh, Russian chick. Dude, and I've been point. waiting on that since you told me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. bang the one legged girl, please. <laughs> I do think so. Uh, so. I, Gloria goes to see Melfi, and Melfi is concerned She's slash somewhat mad, crying. Yeah. slash jealous, probably a little bit. Uh, I think she she said because like she did have that meeting with her therapist, and she almost broke down crying when Tony asked if he could uh, walk her take to her to her, her car because right, you know she. I was so thankful that he would even care. Right. She's got tired. a little thing for the big man. She's a little uh, she's jealous. I think she admits that she's has a little bit of attraction to him. Not yeah. you know <clears throat> not like full on, but like a little bit. And I think Yeah, it's nothing she can't handle. He can protect her, you know, he's a protector. Yeah. He's a big strong if, man. If, and and we and that was established on the in the episode, you know, where she does get raped, is that she could have him go find that guy and kill him. You For know, sure, like she is pretty. He's pretty much her. He he would do any. And she knows he would do anything for her, but exactly. she's not going to use. I mean, that he's he already proven that he would when he yes. kept her safe in season one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. It's I interesting she spot. didn't take him up to walk her down to the car. I know, because like know. that, you know. But I don't know. Sometimes. I've like I've offered that to Margot before, and she's just like, "No, I'm fine." You know, sometimes they just are like, ah, "I can do it." It's not kind a of a point of deal. point of pride, probably. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, 
Um, I've, I've definitely and, and, offered before and I've been turned down. So yeah. yeah. So then Tony goes to see Melfi, mm-hmm. and things are going pretty good for him. He even yeah. gives her a nice bonus that she didn't really want, and then yeah. her son calls, and it's just hilarious because. <clears throat> She didn't want that extra money, and no, it's like she she's it. mad at him, and she's like, yeah. "You know that Tony Soprano? He may be fucking up my Thursday appointments, but actually, he's fucking my Thursday appointment. But yeah. he sure did yeah. pay for my kids' books, right? He needs the books. He uh, he's got to get on SNL somehow. That fake, uh, fake yeah, Bill fake Hader. Bill Hader is <laughs> gonna make it one way or another. Yeah, comedian <laughs> for dummies, right?" <laughs> All right. Well, Let's I don't know. Is there anything else on this episode that we could talk about? I don't think so. I think that yeah. was my last joke. Last joke. Uh, last joke. Yeah, don't have any other no. jokes to get through? No, and I don't have any more Melfi rape fun facts. Oh, well. But, well, just everybody be ready for the 9-11 uh, fun, fun package. <laughs> the we're gonna put 9-11 fun pack we're making. Yeah. <laughs> a fun pack of we'll 9-11. We'll have a lot of fun facts on 9-11 uh, in season four we'll have a lot of 9-11 fun facts awesome going on I'm, yeah i'm happy about that i'm happy i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait in 10 years where we can have covid fun facts kobe's kobe fun facts kobe fun facts that's right yes all right well uh next week we'll do two more episodes i guess not next week but i don't know what day this next one will come out the next one i think monday We'll record this weekend and then probably. So, yeah, we got four more episodes in the season, two, two, and then we got um, next season, which we'll wait a whole year to do the fourth season just to keep in line with the show. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we want to make sure we're on the same timeline as them. We got to make sure we're on the same timeline. We got to have another 9-11. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I think think we kind of had one like the first three days of COVID. Yeah, then, I guess uh, so. Now, now we're on to like several wars. We, so. 9-11-9-11s. That's yes. what the next episode's going to be called. <laughs> 9-11s 9-11. Yes. The 9-11 <laughs> of 9-11s. Exactly. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>